What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're gonna stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. I guess we should practice first. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Oh. Welcome to the Quiet Day Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. We have on our line a special guest and my two dogs who just burst in the room. But before them, ahead of them, is obviously Bo, the Minnesota Miracle Man Brower, the official minor leaguer of the Quack Attack Podcast. He is back. Bo, thank you for being here. Hey, thanks, guys, for having me. Really excited to be here, and it's uh, it's always a pleasure. How is quarantine life going for you? Uh, it's uh, it's not too bad. Just trying to keep busy and uh, trying to get outside. I feel like kind of what everyone's doing. It's um, it's really no different as if our season would have ended anyways. I wouldn't be doing much at home anyways just because it's the off season. Um, but, uh, yeah, doing well. What about you guys? We're doing well. Um, you know, it's a little tougher to pod when you're not in the same room. But, um I do like your incredible Adina frame jersey there. Oh, thank you. <laughs> is that yours? Yeah, it is. It was mine uh, senior year when uh, we won the state tournament. Okay, wow. All right, so we have, we got a lot to go over. Um, first, some, uh, some Ducks colors on it as well. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> what is the Adina mascot? The Hornet. The Hornet, okay. Makes sense. Um, yeah, well, a lot to go over. Obviously, you just finished your second season in the ECHL. So you started out with the Worcester Railers. Um, start. I feel like the first couple of weeks you guys did well, and then it all went to hell there. Um, end up getting traded right before we have this stoppage to Rapid City. Um, just sort of take us through what that was like, A, to play for a team that was uh, pretty bad there, and B, then to be traded right at the kind of the playoff push. Uh, yeah, it was certainly an interesting season. Um, you know, we had a we had a really fun team over in Worcester, and we had our coaches from last year end up getting fired uh, about midway through November, and we brought in a new guy and uh, that was assistant coach of the Hartford um, Wolfpack in the AHL. And so, every, you know, everyone was hopeful that he was going to turn things around. And, and we had stretches where we were playing some good hockey, but it just uh, – it seemed like stuff that wasn't clicking. And, and because of that, it just was unfortunate that um, the team couldn't get the ball rolling ever and we weren't able to get wins like we thought we were going to be able to. And, you know, we had a lot of good players on the team, so it's not like um, the the personnel wasn't there. Um, and it was it was interesting because I think I played about 18 or 19, close to 20 games at defense this year. I started the season out as a D and then um, – took a break, went back to Ford and the new coach came in. He stuck me back at D. I mean, it's just super interesting with bodies going down and getting hurt throughout the season. So, uh, played, played quite a bit at that. And then, you know, it got to the point where I was thinking it was my second season and I thought it would make sense if I'd, uh, asked for a trade and try to get on a team that was in a playoff push just because I didn't want it to be, um, a year of, of not feeling like I improved at all. And it's not like that wasn't the case. I just felt like I needed, I needed, uh, you know, fresh start and to get somewhere and to see new faces and to try a uh, new team to see if that could help with uh, my career. And um, 
the uh, coach respected me uh, a lot, and he was very helpful with getting me to Rapid City. And uh, the coach really wanted me there, and I was really excited to go there. And unfortunately, that I only got to play one game. And then the Thursday before our next three games against Idaho, uh, he blew, uh, called us in and told us that was it. The season was done. So, um, but, uh, yeah, that's about it. But, you know, I drove 27 hours from Worcester out to Rapid City, got in one game, was, you know, hammering all the coffee I could. I was probably on 10 cups of coffee and played the game and then, you know, settled in. And I was only there for another two weeks before I came home uh, because of the virus. Incredible. Um, yeah. So, first of all, I think I picked it up. Hold on. I got I got Um. All right. So, Bo. You said you yeah. requested the trade. Um, how do you request a trade? Do you just like walk up to the coach and say, hey, I think I need to go to a, a team that's going to make the playoffs here? Uh, yeah, that's that was pretty much it. It was uh, deadline was on March 5th and we had been communicating throughout the season and he, he was a really nice guy and I enjoyed playing for him. And I kept communicating with them, you know, try me on another line, try me on a different power play and, and stuff like that. You know, I, we, our team's been on streaks of, of uh, losses, so why not switch something up? And, you know, eventually he got me chances with uh, the first and second line on the first power play and just with different guys. And eventually, you know, we started playing good hockey when I was, when I finally got a chance on a line that uh, I was really happy with the line mates I was with. And then, you know, the next week, one of those uh, line mates, he got pulled up to the HL, which was awesome for him. And then, you know, the lineup switched again. And, um, you know, we just went on another little skid. And then I just went up to him right before deadline a couple of days. And I was just like, hey, you know, it's, uh, it's it's really tough to come into your office and say this, but the season hasn't been going as expected. And I, I'd really appreciate if you could uh, get me to a team that's uh, got a possible chance to make the playoffs. And so we just talked for a little while and had a good conversation about it. And he said, I'll uh, get your name out there and I'll see what I can do. And you know, thankfully he was able to uh, get me on a team that was, you know, right there, right in the fourth spot of playoffs, which was Rapid City, obviously, and um, packed up my stuff and went. And it was, you know, about an hour before deadline was over. So it was really a whirlwind of a transition. So I wasn't for sure. I didn't know if he was going to get me to another team and, I would have been totally fine if he didn't. And I just, you know, would have stuck it out in Worcester and had a great time with all those guys there. And it's, it's not like I, I love Worcester, love the people there, love my teammates, love the town, uh, really well ran organization. Um, but I just thought it would, uh, it would, it was the right move for my career. And so the, uh, the coach called me uh, pretty quickly after my, uh, the Rapid City coach called me pretty quickly after the Worcester coach had let me know that I was traded and, he said, hey, we want you here by Saturday. And this was Thursday. So I was like, holy cow, I got 27 hours of drive and I got to be there for Saturday night's game. And so I was all packed up in my car in an hour and a half and I was on the road. Wow. Yeah. You mentioned, I think, last year when you got traded, you had like a big old truck. Is that, Do you have the same truck? Uh, a different truck, uh, a okay. Chevy Avalanche. So just uh, piled everything in and. And played a little Tetris, so I, you know everything set fine. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you mentioned you get to Rapid City, you play one game, and then they essentially end up canceling the season. Um, just like how did you learn about it, and what is that like to show up in South Dakota and then or wherever you guys were, and then be like, I got to go home now. 
it was really unique. Obviously, nothing's happened like it, and it's it's been crazy with you know the NHL and the HL. I mean, every every sport just being postponed, suspended, canceled, whatever it is, college sports and uh, high school sports and everything. It's it was just super bizarre. Uh, the NHL had a a meeting or they were releasing what they were going to do that morning. I think on Thursday morning or it was either Wednesday night or Thursday morning. And they released that they were going to suspend play. And so it was pretty much, okay, well, if they're suspending play, AHL is going to suspend play. And if they're both suspending play, there's no way we're going to go through with our season with the amount of money that our league has. And, um, you know, I'm sure there's, there's some owners that probably don't even make much money at all off their team. So, um, we go out for practice and we're skating around for warmups and our coach, blows us in and we're like thinking like he's got a you know drill uh designed you know to get going and stuff like that and he's like well that's it season's over and we all look at each other like what like you gotta be kidding me and he's like this is the most bizarre situation we've ever been in the nhl suspended hl suspended so uh we're done (laughs) we're just like what the heck do we do and uh, he said, you guys, we had a meeting in 30 minutes. You guys can skate around if you want. And other than that, I really don't know what else to tell you. So everyone was about as perplexed as possible. And we had a meeting with uh, one, of the, one of the people in the front office, and they just said, we're going to find out more. We have a meeting on uh, Monday with the president. So, you know, that was Thursday at the time. Idaho had flown in to play the game, so they were already there. And we ended up meeting them at the bars later, which was hilarious to talk about it. And, uh, and we went out with them and had a great time. And then that weekend, you know, I got to know some of the guys a lot better, which was fun. And then Monday we had the meeting and uh, pretty much our president just said, hey, uh, it was, you know, great having you guys here. And we really appreciate all you've done this season. Our owner was actually pushing for playoffs to happen. But uh, there was too many people that were against that idea. So it kind of sounded like, you know, there's 25% of the league that wanted playoffs and another, you know, the rest of the, the rest of the league did want wanted the season just be over. So the season, the league just agreed on no more pay after Monday and, and that's, that was it. So season canceled. So majority of the guys were on a plane home the next day or driving out. And I stuck around for, I think three or four more days. Cause I hadn't seen much rapid city. So I drove in the black Hills. I saw, saw Mount Rushmore and went to the badlands and did a bunch of exploring and did some fishing. So I, I, you know, I made the most of my time while I was there for my, you know, two and a half, three weeks. So it was, yeah, it was a crazy turn of events for sure. So you didn't have like an apartment or anything set up? Um, thankfully when I got there, they had me in a hotel for about three or four days. And then they put, they got me in the apartments where the team was living and they're brand new. So they're great apartments and um, was just in with uh, another teammate and he was a great guy. Uh, from out from Edmonton and um, just was with him f- until he left. And then I stuck around for, you know, like I said, a couple more days and that was it. Wow. Did you uh, had time to be properly hazed by your new teammates? <laughs> uh, it was actually pretty funny. The, the next day, so we played the game and then that Sunday we had rookie party. So I came right into the rookie party, which was, I mean, thankfully I'm not a rookie. Um, but, uh, so went right into there and got to, you know, go out with the guys right away, which really helped with getting to know them. So it was, it was nice that it wasn't just like, oh gosh, like I, you know, it wasn't like, there wasn't any time to get to know them. So thankfully I made friends with them quick and it was a really good group of guys over there too. Wow. So, I mean, you don't have to put a number on it if you don't want, but how much money did you lose just not being able to play the rest of the season? 
Um, I think it was three paychecks, um, which, which is like a good, good chunk of change for sure. And it's, uh, it's, I don't know if you guys have heard, there's a relief fund going on with spit and chicklets, their podcast, which is awesome. Uh, and they've been putting up a ton of money with the PHPA, our, our, you know, what you could call our union and they, uh, they're trying to get our paychecks back, which would be awesome. And obviously there's some guys in the league that are older and, you know, they have wives and they have kids. So they could really use those paychecks that they missed out on, especially the teams that were going to make playoffs too. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the really good teams in the league uh, have a lot of older guys that are on their way out of careers. So those are the majority of the guys are married already. And for them to not get those playoff checks as well, it uh, really, really hurts a lot of guys. So, you know, there was just a lot of people that were up in arms about it. So there was, you know, enough talk about, trying to get that money back. And thankfully there's, you know, the spent chicklets have been doing a great job of getting donations going. And it's been, uh, it's been really successful from what I've heard so far. Yeah. So uh, like, what is your status now? Everybody's sort of on a holding pattern. Like, are you, do you have a contract or you still have to wait and then feel it out for next season with your agent and stuff like that? Yeah, that's a good question. So if, uh, a lot of the guys are on two ways with AHL and ECHL deals. They'd wait it out because technically the AHL has not been canceled yet. So it's still kind of limbo for them and the NHL. Like they technically got to be ready for whatever news they hear. But since I'm only on a one-way ECHL deal, uh, my, my contract's just terminated. And I just went into like anyone that's on an ECHL deal, their contract's over and then they just got to communicate with their coach. And so, like, my exit me and the coach was just like, hey, we really liked you. Obviously, you only played one game here, but we'd love to have you back next year. Like, what do you think? What are your thoughts? And I just told them, hey, you guys seem like a team that really wants me, and I really appreciate that, and I'd love to come play for you guys next year. And, you know, I'm going to train my butt off all summer to get ready for next season. And um, and he just said, great, let's keep in touch over the summer. And I think the, the first date you can start signing guys for next season is June 16th. So, you know, when that comes around, I'm sure I'll start talking to them more and figure out if uh, that's where I want to go next year or if uh, I want to go play in Europe or if there's another ECHL team that wants me. So there, there's options out there, but definitely Rapid City, I, I'm certainly excited about. It was a great town and uh, really like the teammates. And I don't know how many of them will come back, but the, the coaches seem like really good guys and really good coaches from what I saw. So, so far, I you know, I really like that option. So, Bo... Um, I'm not sure what like restrictions are like uh, in Minnesota there, but are you even like allowed to like go to a hockey rink? No. <laughs> so how are uh, you going to be training? I'm, I'm curious. Is it like a Rocky montage where you're running through the woods? <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's a, it's another great question. I don't have the answer for when the rinks are going to be back open and I have no idea when guys are going to start to skate. So <laughs> From what my friends have been doing, it seems like guys have just been doing at-home workouts. I've started just taking up yoga because it's like, oh, let's try something new. And, um, you know, it's just work out, working on the flexibility. And then eventually I'll get into harder workouts. And, um, you know, our season just ended, so I want to take a little time off and not be too intense about stuff. And then eventually come, you know, May and June, I'll start kicking into gear. And hopefully by the end of June, you would hope that uh, hockey rinks are back open so you can – start getting the wheels going again and then um, really get training going. So yeah, right now you can't even skate and I don't, the gyms aren't open. Lifetime fitnesses aren't open. Like nothing's really open. So you can't, can't do much other than at home workouts or if you go on a run with a buddy or you by yourself or something like that. 
Do you own rollerblades? <laughs> I need to get a pair. I, I my old pair uh, has not fit me for the last six years, so I, I might have to invest in a pair off of Amazon. It's a good idea. <laughs> I, I feel like you're missing out on an opportunity um, to kind of you know pull a LeBron and like you know make all these teams give you big pitches. Um, you know, sell yeah. you on their organization. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that would be something. I, you know, I think if I would have scored a few more goals this year, maybe that would have a little <laughs> more pull. But, uh, you know, where I'm at, you know, I got a lot of games play, which was great. And that's good to see. You know, it's a guy that can see the lineup and a guy that uh, teammates like. So I got that going for me. But, um, you know, it's just nice that I know that one team wants me. And if uh, there's a way that I can use more pull to, get uh, my next contract uh, number up for the the money, then great. But if not, uh, I, you know, I just want to play some more hockey. Do you think your title as the official minor leaguer of the Quack Attack podcast helps you or hurts you when it comes to contract negotiations? You know what? Uh, I'm going to use that to my advantage, and then I'll get back to you on that one nice. this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We got a block. We got a block of fans that we can give them. So, you know, have your yeah. agent or whoever throw it in there, you know, it's fan favorite. Uh, absolutely. I think, uh, I think if I use that to my advantage, there's no reason it shouldn't help me at all. <laughs> awesome. All right. So I want to move on to, unless uh, Kevin, Tommy, do you have anything else on Bo's playing career for now? One uh, quick question. How are you uh, filling your time recreationally? You just playing like NHL hockey 97 or. Uh, actually my, uh, I wish my brother and I have been playing MLB the show 20 on PS4 a lot. And um, then I've been going out and going on walks. I played pickleball with my family. I played wiffle ball with some friends a couple of times, which is great. And uh, I've been fishing a couple of times too. So just some standard outdoor activities is all. Yeah, and there's a lot of TV watching going on, and I feel yeah. like you're always good for some good picks there. Uh, I think last time you you turned me on to I think is the Imagineering story on Disney Plus, like the history of yeah. the theme parks. I watched it, yeah. enjoyed it. Do you have any other Disney Plus or really anything else picks for the people at home? Oh, uh, I've been crushing on HBO uh, the show Deadwood. And it's about the uh, gambling town that's actually like 50 minutes north of Rapid City. And I got to go there when I was there, which was really exciting. And I had no idea there was a uh, a show about it. And it takes place in like 1876. And it's pretty much just kind of a, a drama about outlaws in the town becoming um, the gambling town that it is. So I would, I would recommend that. And then um, also I have been start, I just started Ozark season three. And love that show for anyone that hasn't watched that. Would highly recommend that too. Nice. I, watch, I watched that in about two days. It's so easy to binge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Disney Plus wise, I'll give you Onward. It just came out. Uh, oh, Pixar yeah. movie. Yeah, highly I saw that in theaters. What do you think of that? I highly recommend it. I thought I did not see where Usually you can sort of see where it's going at, until mm-hmm. the end. But uh, I did not really see the sort of... I guess it's a, sort of a twist at the end there. So um, I recommend it. Yeah, I would agree. Very enjoyable movie. And I I thought the ending made it a fabulous movie. I was really, really happy with the ending. And, you know, I got I got a younger brother. So it really hit home with me there. Yeah, I watched it uh, last night and I thought it was really good. And I watched it with my wife. 
And I don't think she liked it that much. Like, I would laugh at a part and, like, look over at her, and she's just, like, shaking her head or something. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, Kevin, Tommy, do you have any other picks, TV picks for the people at home while we're talking about it? I'll, I second Ozark. Um trying to think if there's been anything else that I've really been watching a lot of, but that one's probably, that, it's quickly becoming maybe one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah. Yeah, we um, we finished Ozark season three um, on Thursday or Friday. Um, we're also watching uh, Better Call Saul. Oh. We haven't seen the new season yet, but uh, the first four seasons are on Netflix. Um, I personally like it more than Breaking Bad. I think it's because I just really like the character of Saul Goodman. Um, so I would recommend that. Um, even if you haven't seen Breaking Bad, you can still get into it. Good to know. Go. There you go. All right, let's take a short break here, and then we'll come back with the quack question. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are back. And if you are unfamiliar, you ask us questions on Twitter, Facebook, email. And that's about it, especially now when we're all stuck at home. We pick the best ones. Try to answer them. Bo's going to help us answer this question. Kevin, what is the quack question today? Okay. Um, I have kind of two questions. Um, first off, uh, it, it, this question comes from uh, Bobby uh, Bobby Lemaire, who's at Air Lemaire on Twitter. Uh, his question is, why didn't you join us for the yeah. oh. <laughs> Why didn't I? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? I had a family dinner that night and Mike invited me to uh, come to it. And I, I thought I was going to be able to make it. And you know what? That's just uh, poor scheduling and poor effort on my part. And <laughs> I, I promised the fans and everyone that I will be there next time. <laughs> oh, wow. Guarantee. Guarantee it. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Kevin, do you have another um, question? So- yeah, so the second the second question comes from uh, Dr. Stealth, who's at Phil the Glitch on Twitter. Uh, Dr. Stealth's question is, Billy Hoyle and Sidney Dean challenge the Ducks to two on two. Who you pick, knowing Portman will get double teamed and won't pass the ball? Mm, okay, here. So this is White Man Can't Jump, is that correct? Yes. Okay. Bo, have you seen White Man Can't Jump? You know, that's one of the few sports movies I haven't seen. I need to check it out. All right. I haven't seen it in a while. Kevin, Kevin, do you want to take this? I feel like you, this is right your wheelhouse. Um, sure. Uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of who I would want on my, on my Ducks team. Um, I think, yeah, I think Portman's a pretty good choice. Yeah. So um, two on two Because he's the biggest. Yeah. He's pretty yeah. agile. Uh, and I don't know. Tommy, any thoughts? Mm, that's a tough one. Uh, a good question. Maybe Charlie, maybe? I don't know. I feel like Banks isn't a very good, isn't a very good uh, <laughs> basketball player. 
I don't know. That's a good question. Traditionally, do hockey players also make good basketball players? Bo, how, how are you at basketball? Uh, I love hoops. I um, Personally, I, I would uh, agree with you on that question. There's a lot of hockey players that are not good at basketball, but there are some that that can that can play. I love getting at pickup games, but I'm really only good for uh, layups and boards. I, you know, I love the rebound game. I take a lot of pride in that. But other than that, I, I don't think a lot of hockey players have much. Yeah. yeah, so I think you would need someone big. Um, so I think Portman or Fulton, Fulton just kind of like stay under the hoop. But I also think Fulton's pretty disciplined. Um, but then I think you need someone quick to go against Wesley Snipes' character, uh, Sydney. Um, I, I, maybe Jesse. Because I feel like he's like kind of like the junkyard dog. Like he would go at uh, Sidney Dean. Like, yeah, I, I think like also he would like, yeah. <laughs> like you wouldn't be calling fouls or anything like that. And so Jesse can kind of play that game, like tug on his shorts and, you know, just kind of get in his head a little bit. All right. Yeah, I I still think I'm assuming like Portman and Jesse are, I'm, I would pick Portman over Fulton, first of all. Would you pick Same. Fulton over Portman? I would for sure. Tommy, who would you pick, Fulton or Portman? I'd take Fulton. I feel like Portman, like even though he grew up in Chicago, so you got to figure he's like a big basketball, big Bulls fan. He like wouldn't know how to dribble whatsoever, or he would just like take the ball and just like run at the hoop without dribbling. I just I just feel like Fulton wouldn't be very like graceful, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, he's an athlete. He plays football. That's true. Yeah. He's kind of plotting, yeah. though. Also, football players are typically pretty bad basketball players, too. Unless they're just <laughs> super athletes. And like, Donovan McNabb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, all right. So, I do think Fulton and Jesse, assuming they're, like, adults, same age as the other two dudes, I think what they about, lose. Uh, what about Russ Tyler? Oh, Russ. Is he enough of an athlete to really like? Yeah, stick that's on the that's court? my concern there. I think he gets too winded on a two-on-two game. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I can see like maybe Peter Mark just like defensive genius. Peter Mark, he go he's very aggressive, but um, yeah, I would say Jesse's probably a better athlete. So I think I would pick Jesse and Portman, but I still think they lose. Um. <laughs> Bo, do you think Jesse and Portman, two-on-two, street basketball, how do you think they do? Uh, I think I think they got a chance, but if if neither of them know how to dunk or hit a, a mid-range shot, I don't think they have anything. <laughs> oh, one thing we didn't really talk about, and maybe this is where Russ comes into play, is uh, trash talk. Yeah, oh. That's an important part of two-on-two basketball. Especially in this scenario, because uh, Sidney Dean and Billy Hoyle are – you know, Hall of Fame level trash talkers. Yeah, so so maybe you, you do want Portman in there because I do think you'd be a good trash talker. Well, I thought uh, that's why I was uh, recommending Russ Tyler because he's a good trash yeah. talker. That's all he did in D two. Him and his brother. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point, and and I think he can take it too. Where Jesse might get a little sensitive about it. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, maybe we go with Russ. And just hope he's got a J. Hope he's got a jumper because I, I don't think he's driving by people. Um, yeah. So I, I think uh, I think we answered it. Is everyone okay with Russ Tyler and Dean Portman? Yeah, but I'm yeah. definitely taking Billy Hoyle and Sidney Dean in that matchup. Yeah, same. Yeah. I, the, cross, <laughs> the crossover is not good. Um, 
Yeah, Bo, I don't, I can't remember. Have we talked at all with you about the Disney Plus TV series since all the news started coming out? We, last time I was on, we briefly touched on it and we were talking about what actors or actresses they might bring on. Oh, okay. And that was about it. Okay. So just Gordon Bombay, obviously, Emilio Estevez signs on. Um, just what was your reaction when you learned of this? And um, yeah, your just hopes and dreams now that you know sort of Emilio's back. Uh, hopes would be that he crushes his part. He brings together an incredible team and he does pretty much what he did in D1, um, just with a, a really elongated storyline with a lot of buildup, uh, beginning, middle, and end. And uh, hopefully that is what happens. And my dreams is that uh, they they end up winning the championship or they, you know, it's like Friday Night Lights, the movie where they, they lose in the championship to make it really emotional. Yeah. Um, but uh, super, super excited that he's, that they got him back in there and really excited that, I think I think his life needs some hockey in it. I think he's been missing the game. Um, and, you know, I really can't wait to see if he's still got that stride that Hans taught him. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. All right. I think, um, I think that is it. We'll obviously keep you up to date on Bo's travels. And, um, yeah, Bo, let us know what happens here this summer if you ever eventually can skate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe – do you, I assuming it happens? Are you planning to play in the beauty league again? As long as they take me, as long as they need guys, I'll be there. Okay, perfect. So we'll have that to look forward to. Um, Bo Brower at Bogo Gadget on Twitter, Bogo underscore Gadget. Um, for us, the Quacktech.com at Quacktechpod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Quacktechpod. Go to iTunes, give us five stars. Uh, take a trip to the shop. There's a deal now, I think, 15% off all stuff in the shop right now. So um, you can get it at a discounted price. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Bye, bye.